Welcome to Lonely Girls, a podcast dedicated to examining, archiving, and applauding the loneliest girls in media and pop culture history. My name is Madeline Turner, and I am joined by my co-host, who apparently has never participated in the Pacer Fitness Gram test. Her name's Rebecca Botter. Hi, I'm Rebecca Botter, and I have never participated in the... Okay, so it's this thing where in PE, you... Oh, it's so horrifying. Did you have to do, like, a certain amount of push-ups, a certain amount of laps around the gym? No, it's literally... It's just running. And what it is, it's... it's, I think the recording is probably from the 60s. And it's, like, the fitness gram pacer test. We'll do da-da-da-da-da. And what happens is you run from one side of the auditorium to the other. And when it beeps, it goes beep, and then you run to the other side. And then when it beeps again, you run to the other side. And every round, the beeps get faster and faster. So if you don't make it to the other side, by the time it beeps, uh-huh. you're done. And so that's your score. I, oh! Yeah, and you do it in front of all of your peers. I I mean, I did not see Squid Game, but it sounds... it It's... Well, it's not, um, it's not like, um, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, like you're out or something. Yeah, but it it is like, it's basically meant to see like how fast, like you can do endurance running, but it gets faster every single time. So usually there's one boy at the end of it who is sprinting his ass off and everyone's applauding him. But it was a sound on TikTok for a really long time because I guess everyone was getting that like every, every time. It's like the fitness gram pacer test, and everyone is like, oh my gosh, post-traumatic shock. No. Well, this I, has a lot to do with the theme that oh, we're talking about today. It, like um, nostalgia-triggered. Well, also sort of like, I don't know, like you go from one point in your life to the next, and it just feels mm. like every single time there's less and less time to get things done. Um, and time moves faster, and you're expected to do more. Yeah. We're talking about birthdays today. We're talking about birthdays. I think, um, I'm just going to say, we both have, it's very lonely, girl, to have an issue with birthdays. Oh, yeah. And when we were talking about me initially coming to L.A., Maddie was like, wait, let's push it back so you're here for my birthday. And I immediately, like, clicked in. I was like, I know why you want me there. Yes, birthday, I am here for you, girly. So guess what? I am currently in Atlanta. And what did we just celebrate this week, Rebecca? My birthday. Her birthday. Do you ever say birthday or birthday? I mean, one of my favorite traditions in my family, Mm -hmm. and I think this describes just just our sort of family dynamic to a T, is we have like three birthday songs in succession. Oh. So it starts with my stepdad on the piano going, Donna, 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 they say it's your birthday. And that's supposed to cue me into knowing that Mm. it's time for, to sing happy birthday. Mm -hmm. So everyone gathers around the cake, we sing our normal happy birthday song. Mm -hmm. And then we launch into happy birthday, um... (laughs) slowed reverbed uh sad emo remix uh-huh. and it's literally <laughs> um we go happy birthday <sighs> the sign is very important 
Happy birthday. Pain and sorrow fill the air. People dying everywhere. Happy birthday. One year closer to death. That's our birthday tradition. Oh my gosh. So I, I wonder why I have problems with birthdays. I wonder as well. I, I mean, I know why I do. So, but I just, as soon as you were like my fan, and I was like, they're going to do something Von Trapp, aren't they? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sort of um like the Von Trapp family from hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think like a modern Von Trapp. I'm trying to think. Our families really could not be more different. I know. I think they're both very... They both, I think, could have cameras on them and be very, like, charming and bumbly. Yeah. But in such different ways. Okay, so let's go into the question. Our question. So I stole this from Lynn Hirschberg, Mm -hmm. um, who does the screen test interviews for W Magazine. Um they're on YouTube they're fantastic and Mm -hmm. she has a question she has a couple questions but one of her most popular ones that I personally love that she starts her interviews off with is do you have a favorite birthday and why was it your favorite birthday Mm. me first you go first me first okay so it's it's now tinged in sadness but I was truly so euphorically happy that day um so I do you know what I'm about to say Mm mm-mm Come on. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Rebecca. Yeah. Did you live in London? Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh. I know. Did you have a birthday? I did. Happy birthday. Happy to birthday me. to you, Rebecca. So I went in with a lot of anxiety and I was in a class of people and we had been together for almost a year. So we were very much a family. My beautiful friend Megan, who like always listens. Megan, I love you and I like really wish we lived in the same city. I mentioned I always have the same strawberry cake every year, which Maddie has had. It's so good. It's, it's only gotten better. As the days have gone on. Rebecca baked it the second day I was here. Mm -hmm. I'm literally about to get on a plane and leave. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the best the cake has tasted today. Yeah, Yeah, it really does. It ages great. And um, it's, uh, I can send it to you. It's Paula Deen's strawberry cake. You use, I use strawberry daiquiri frozen mix in it and it's just great. So anyways, I was very, very anxious leading up to my birthday and I actually was very vulnerable with my roommates. I just said, hey, listen, I, I, I don't, I'm going to say I don't want anything for my birthday, but I'm telling you, like, I, I need you to not believe me. Mm. And, um, and that really was like, so hard for me to say and my friend Megan heard I had the same cake every year for my birthday she messaged my sister Mary she made me the birthday cake and I just was walking to school and I saw her with the shoe box and she was like I'm so sorry it's in a shoe box and she opened it and everyone can confirm it my weeping made everyone uncomfortable Mm. and I'm not just being silly. Wasn't there a film that you were watching that you, you're crying that Mary said made people uncomfortable? Yeah. This, what film was it? Do you remember? No, I don't. I, I have an idea, but I want you to tell me. It's Mamma Mia 2. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Mamma Mia 2. It's Mamma Mia 2. Um, yeah, no, it, Mary said, like, it was not funny and everyone hated it. So I cried that hard. 
Um, Mamma Mia 2, that is how much I was moved. Yes. And um, I'm going to get a couple beers in you before you watch Mamma Mia 2, and oh. you will be right there with me. I can't wait. Yes. Um, if you watch it with anyone else, I like... No, you You have every right to like come to my door and kill me. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't do that. But anyways, so the cake, and then I had a performance of this like friendship certist like, play thingy, and I had worked really hard on it. No, actually, it wasn't absurdist. It was like classical French, and no, 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 it wasn't. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I did a, I did this scene, and I was seducing my lover, and I had a huge crush oh. on someone, and I, I was asked, he the boy you were seducing? No. Oh, okay. No, it. You know the person I've talked about in London, my big old crush. Yes. The crush. Yes. So crush walks in right as I'm about to do my scene, and I had asked crush to come, oh. and crush slipped in, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, crush is crush is like so cool." Um, and so everyone like couldn't believe crush was there and was like really nervous, but I knew crush was there just for me, and I did my scene, and I like am not just. Like, everyone knew it was my birthday, but it was so good. Mm. I, like, stomped my foot on the ground, and I, like, pointed down and made them crawl to me. And it was just, like, mm. it was so good. And I got a standing <gasps> ovation. I get, Like, and I'd never gotten that, and it just meant so much to me. My tutor l- later told me she wasn't crazy about it. So bringing me down to earth, y'all. But everyone else loved it. And then my director later told a roommate who told me, I remind him so much of Judy Dench, which just best birthday present ever. And then Crush was at the, like the pub, and I just sat on Crush's lap, and mm. everyone just showered me with attention. And I was just, I just was. It's a really good birthday. I was just so happy. How old were you? I was. Do you remember what age you turned? I was probably all the twenties, kind of blur together because those numbers are important in the moment, but they're not. Yeah. I was probably turning twenty-four. Okay. Just, cool. just like I had spoken up for myself and it was just the perfect, but like then everyone went out to the pub for me and it was because I had spoken up, you know? Yeah. And I like, but I had to say it. So anyways, that was my birthday. I love that. So a little tinge with sadness because it all ended very, very messy. Yeah. But I really do look back on that day. It's just really special. Do you remember what you were wearing? Wow. I really don't. Oh my gosh. Weird. Well, I mean, is this a lead into lit- No, no, it's not. I just feel like I I always remember what I'm wearing mm. on my birthdays. It's something that like I just for some reason I that's what I see. I think that's amazing. Okay, so what were you wearing on your favorite birthday? Okay, so my favorite birthday happened when I turned 15. Mm. This is my 15th birthday. Um, And I have famously had terrible birthdays. I don't like my birthday. I, um, my mom is so wonderful and loves planning parties so much and is genuinely so good at it Mm -hmm. and derives so much joy from it. And I have always been just the most ungrateful little brat because I get so overwhelmed by them. I do, you know, not to tie it back into the death of my father, like I always do. (laughs) How 
dare you? It shouldn't really bother you anymore. I know. I should be over it by now. Mm-hmm. But he passed away a, like almost exactly a month before my fourth birthday. Hmm. And so I think there was just something about, I don't know, there's just something about the passage of time and birthdays happening. It's a little close. There's still a lot of, as time has gone on, it's the anniversary of his death is like been more removed from the birthday celebration. Um, but God bless my mother. She's always been so wonderful about birthdays. But after the age of ooh, probably 10, maybe 11, I was like, I do not want birthday parties. In our family, it was like, you can either have a nice gift mm. or you can have a birthday party. That's, or you can have, you know, five small stupid gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so from the age of 11 onwards, I was like, I will take a present and you can make me a cake and we'll call it a day. But when I was 15, I managed to um, con my way into this very lovely group of friends. I'd sort of taken in my, uh, my friend group from middle school and managed to integrate them into this friend group. So all of a sudden I had like a lot of friends for this very short season of my life. Mm. And my best friend from childhood her name is megan wow mm. oh my gosh they're really winning thank you if you have a megan in your life tell them you love them give them a little kiss this episode is dedicated to megan yeah definitely so my friend megan on the day before my birthday mm-hmm. uh there was a oh Maybe it was, I want to say it was a football game, but it was in April, so it wasn't. There was some sort of event at school, at high school. And so afterwards, it was like, oh, we're going to like go back over to Megan's house. Um, Me and a friend, Katie, are going to spend the night. And then the next day, we're just going to like hang out um, and maybe like make a cake for Maddie. And it'll be Mm -hmm. really fun. Um, so we woke up the next day. It was, we just had such like a fun sleepover. It was so pure. I was just really feeling like, wow, this is so much fun. Um, I really love my friends. And I had texted a few people. I had texted the boy that I had a crush on being like, hey, we're hanging out at Megan's house, um, for my birthday. Nothing special. If you guys want to come, that's fine. Uh, and I didn't get a text back from him. Uh, Megan is like, oh, we need to walk to the store to go get supplies. So me and Katie and Megan, we're walking to the store. Um, We're having a grand old time. We have a digital camera. Mm -hmm. We're like really turning it into an entire event. Like Tumblr Yes, yes. Um, And then as we're like walking back, all of a sudden um, our like, old friend Ryan from middle school like rides by on his bike and we're like oh my gosh Ryan like I haven't seen you in so long Ryan Bixby shout out to Ryan Bixby um and we're like Ryan do you want to come hang out with us at Megan's house and he's like uh yeah sure 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 I uh that sounds great and so I'm I'm just like, you know, I'm so content. I'm happy as a clam. I'm going to go back to Megan's house. We're going to make a cake. And we walk in through the backyard. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I hear like, surprise. And Megan had gotten all of my friends over the house. 
Like that, and my crush was there too. That's why he wasn't texting me back. Oh, what? Right? Oh my gosh. And there were so many people there, and it was literally one of the most fun nights of my life. We played improv games. We jumped in the pool. My crush told me that he liked me. No, 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 sorry. He told me he adored me. I know. Okay, your type has not changed. I know, I know. It really hasn't. (laughs) Um, And it was just like, I, I was so not expecting anything. I was so happy with just like, hanging out with Katie and Megan and baking a cake and maybe like, oh no, we ran into Ryan. And so Ryan's going to come over. What I didn't realize is Ryan was on his way to Megan's house and accidentally like got seen by us and mm-hmm. was like trying to play it really cool. I had no idea. I was like, I was just like, oh, this is like a 16 candle. I know it was so sweet. And I just like, I love, I mean, to this day, I love Megan. Like she's such a, Megan, if you're listening, you're the best. I love you. And that meant so much to me. That's literally the best birthday I've ever had. And I think it's probably similar to yours in that it was just something where you entered into it without any expectation. Mm-hmm. And we're really just so thankful with people showing up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything like crazy or spectacular. But it was just like friends having a good time mm-hmm. and crushes showing up. Yeah. Ugh, we love a crush. Um, I, I think also, I think it both of them do have a little bit of that you instigated a sleepover. Yes. And I don't know about you, but I'm really, the thing about birthdays is, can we go into worst birthday? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're going to go into our worst birthday now. Okay. I, I have a little bit. Okay. We're going to start with, y'all, this is like, can we all just like, please, I'm going to like, we're all holding hands in okay. the trust circle. Okay. Rebecca and I are actually holding hands okay. right now. And I'm like holding y'all's hands because I'm about to bring something up that only like my therapist. <gasps> yeah. And just because it is a core. So just understand y'all, I was five. So I had very few memories. So this became a core memory. So mm. it, I think I'm telling this one because I think it was the beginning of trauma with birthday. Because mm. I remember it used to be mom was like, what do you want your theme to be? And I'd be like, oh, this, you know, whatever. And so, but then it was my birthday going from kindergarten, because my birthday famously is in July, July, July 6th. So a lot of people as a little kid were out of town. Yes. So it was hard to get people to come. And there was this cool girl from kindergarten who I just thought she was cool. And I still am this way. It's like, if I can get this cool person to think I'm great, then then, then I am great. And I, you know, we didn't have phones or whatever, but she was invited. All the girls from my uh, kindergarten class was invited and, um, she didn't come. And Mm. I remember waiting at the door and all the other girls and their moms were there waiting to like slice up a dragon princess cake. I still remember the party favors were these little dragons. Mm. And I remember waiting at the door and waiting at the door. And mom was like, hey, Rebecca, I think it's time for the party to start. Mm. And I just wouldn't let it start. I said, no, no, Kara's going to come. What was her name? Kara. Hey, Kara, if you're listening to this, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you for not coming to Rebecca's birthday party. I know. But honestly, like, it's just, you know... 
July is a terrible time for yeah. a little kid. And and honestly, knowing like how busy my weekends are, mm-hmm. a kid's friend's birthday is often not like a priority. No. No, it's no, no. a hindrance more than anything else. Totally. And I, like, we weren't super close. It was like I was really shy. And so, but I just wanted care to come so badly. And I think, unfortunately, I think it became a core memory of, like, after that, I was turning six. And every year, mom would say, you know, Rebecca, do you want to have a birthday party? And I would say, no, I just want it to be us. Mm. And I never had a birthday party again. Oh, my gosh. Well, you did have a birthday party last a, night. Yes. Um, and then there was another time I was alone in Chicago. And I these are just sad stories. I scheduled <laughs> a doctor's appointment on my birthday because then I knew someone would tell me happy birthday. Oh, my God. I didn't have any friends yet. God. And that, no, I know. <laughs> and then I went to this Bible study and none of the girls in the Bible study liked me. I like don't know how to put it any other way. And I mm. brought cupcakes. I didn't tell them it was my birthday and no one ate them. I don't know how to put this any other way, guys. But like the girls at the Bible study didn't like me. It's not even like they were mean. They just, no you one. You didn't vibe. I didn't vibe. And I just confused them and kind of bummed them out because I was there. I made my famous birthday cake, but I put it into cupcakes. Mm. No one ate any of them. No one knew it was my birthday. So then I took the train home, and there were houseless individuals, like, under the bridge of the train stop, and I gave them my cupcakes, Mm. and they told me I was really great at baking, Mm. but no one the whole day told me happy birthday. That's so sad. It's really sad. That's so sad. I know. So, okay, <laughs> sorry, y'all. Like, I don't really share these because they're just, they're uh, really bummers. Okay, so my my worst birthday is a little bit more lighthearted, but does have a bit more collateral damage. Okay. So this is my 11th birthday. This is the reason why I stopped asking for birthdays was this birthday. So I was in sixth grade. And I had sort of just like come into my own really as a woman. And I definitively, defiantly told my mom, I'm going to have my first boy-girl party. (gasps) And my mom was like, all right, let's do this. And so I think I just got a little bit too big for my britches. And I invited every single person I knew on like I would say hi to on a basis to my sixth grade birthday party mm-hmm. I don't think my parents were prepared for how many 11 and 12 year olds were going to be inside their house okay so there was a turnout baby oh there was a turnout it wasn't like nobody came however oh, no. we were not prepared with activities We were not prepared with vibes. Mm. What ended up happening is I I just have this visual so clearly in my head. (laughs) We had um, a dining room um, and my parents had taken the dining room table apart. So there was a big empty space and we had put all the chairs, loose chairs in our house around the edge of it. Mm. So it could be like sitting down and then hopefully like dancing in the middle. I had invited this really cool girl. Her name was Cynthia Gomez. Mm. Um, I couldn't believe she wanted to be my friend, but she did want to be my friend in sixth grade. I had invited her, and 
she was much more accustomed to the idea of partying and sort of what partying entailed. She was a worldly 11-year-old. Oh, she really was. And so she kept trying to, like, get boys and girls to grind on one another. (laughs) And so all of a sudden there was this huge tension that I could sense between my parents slowly realizing that they were in control Mm -hmm. or they were responsible for so many 11 to 12-year-olds starting to freak out. My very cool friend Cynthia being, you know, a little uh, uh, audacious of being a little being a little yeah. promiscuous, promiscuous. Um, inviting the boys to um, grind with us and me being me not mm. wanting Cynthia to think that I wasn't cool and me not wanting my parents to get mad at me so all of a sudden I am filled with anxiety it is so awkward I am so anxious my parents won't let me listen to like cool music of the time they put on like country music and everyone's like oh my gosh maddie's listening to country music like which is famously the easiest genre to make fun of exactly and the hardest genre to dance to and so then this is part two of the party y'all i have a pillow clutch she's she's cringing so hard so then it starts getting darker. We've eaten snacks, you know, pizza's there. We're, we're, we're starting to sort of like, you know, talk to one another. It's not as awkward. <sighs> Luckily, I have two younger siblings and I make them come and like everyone can just be obsessed with them for a second. They're very good. That was smart. Yeah, Ben and Abby. Being so, so sh- adorable. Shout out to you guys. You really, you really helped um, break the ice. Do they remember it? I'm sure they don't. They might, though. They were pretty young. If I was 11, my sister was a newborn, maybe one, okay. two, and Ben was three, four. Oh, yeah, what a so. cute age. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. Can I stop you? How does an 11 or 12-year-old girl get everyone to grind? Does she just begin well, to kind of do her body well, like she, that? She shows it on me. She, like, starts – she's, like – you come grind on me. And then she's like, hey, Ryan, because Ryan was also at this birthday party. And he, he becomes a central character. Oh, I should also mention that in sixth grade, mm-hmm. Ryan Bixby was the boy that I had a crush on. Mm. So we, the crush was over by the time my best birthday happened. He was, it was another crush. Um, but Ryan Bixby, shout out to Ryan Bixby. You're the coolest. Um... <laughs> My mom has a genius idea because, like, it's – Ben and Abby have to go to bed at yeah. this point. They, they, their working hours are done. Yeah. So she says, let's have everybody go on a scavenger hunt around the neighborhood. This is in, like, a – maybe not the safest neighborhood in, okay. in Long Beach, California. Um, but at this point, we just need <laughs> – we just need to get these kids moving How and acting. How many? 20? 30? There's probably 30 kids. 30, huh. 11, 12-year-olds. Like seven, of, eight of which are boys. Oh, and at this point, Cynthia Gomez's older boyfriend had showed up. By older, I mean seventh grade. So Cynthia Gomez's older brother shows up. 
Older brother? Sorry, boyfriend. Older. Boyfriend. Boyfriend, sorry. What did I say first? You said boyfriend, then you said brother, <laughs> and then you Both. said boyfriend. <laughs> no, older boyfriend, seventh grade boyfriend, he shows up. He gets dropped off out of nowhere. I don't know how he gets there. I'm proud of him for figuring it out. Yeah, that's great. So we're my mom breaks us up into teams for the scavenger hunt. It's going fine, but there's no adult chaperones, really. Mm-hmm. So my mom just lets about 30 11 <laughs> to 12-year-olds loose in our neighborhood, causing absolute chaos. Within an hour, the police are called. No! Oh, yeah. The police are called. Like, three girls are oh. crying. Oh, someone breaks a window. Someone breaks my neighbor's window. Um, my mom catches Cynthia Gomez and her boyfriend making out and like yells at her. And so I'm so embarrassed because my mom is yelling at my cool friend, Cynthia. And during the scavenger hunt, Ryan Bixby had gone to the bathroom while we were breaking up teams. So we all left him and he was at the house alone. And so he being 11 years old, freaked out and ran away from the party. (laughs) So he, like, we had to, like, call his dad to come drive down and find him. Like, go around the neighborhood and find him. (laughs) Isn't this the most traumatizing birthday? Do you understand why I never had a birthday party after this? No, yeah, I hate this. This honestly... Sounds like, don't let, who's the guy that directed 8th grade? Bo Burnham. Don't let Bo Burnham get his hands on this. I know. No, it truly was. And it's something that, like, to this day, people that I barely talked to after middle school remember my birthday party because it was so chaotic. It was such it wasn't ca- chaotic. It was dangerous. <laughs> it was straight up dangerous. I mean, this was the mid two thousands. It was a different time. Yeah, no, but like, just kids running because kids also running wild. And I'm not like a. I, I was never like a crazy girl, but even I got a high off of being like in high school, middle school, like being driven, like girls, like we went and TP'd once. Yes, oh my gosh. So much so. So much fun. Okay, can I like ask a question and I might cut this out? Yeah. Is it okay that I like, no, I'm not asking it. I'm not cutting it out. Is it okay that like I never in high school figured out grinding? Oh, no, I've never figured out grinding. I guess it's like a lonely girls can't do it. Lonely girls, I just like, I don't really dance like that. Not even with my like, I just don't really, my style of dancing is more like pantomime. (sighs) It's a comedy act. It's sort of like, I'm not trying that hard. Mm. And I don't think me, like if I'm going to like grind on someone, Mm -hmm. it's a bit. Like, I'm not actually doing it on purpose. Yeah. No, I just, like, really can't think of anything worse. I mean, I will say I work with, like, this absurdist movement-based theater Mm -hmm. company. Now that I am thinking about it, Happy Dolphin, which I think is an exercise I told you about. Yeah, we talked about this. It is grinding. Now that I'm thinking about it. Well, so maybe you did learn how. I guess. But at the – anyways, so as you were talking, I – because in high school, I was such a prude. I would watch it at school dances. Actually, my best friend Annie, we've only had two fights, and one of them 
was she was like, I just had broken up with her long-term high school. And she was like, I'm going to grind at the dance. <gasps> and you and were I, like, Annie, no. Annie, no. Don't no, grind. Annie, no. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, Annie. So, so that was my worst birthday, my 11th birthday. If anyone, okay, also, this is an open invitation. Please DM us your worst birthday. We, we will share them. We will share the heck out of them. And we would love to know. Okay, so. D- if you remember Maddie's 11th birthday If you party, remember my 11th birthday party, if there's it. something I've forgotten about or was un- was not present for, let me know. Honestly, I'm sure there are stories from my 11th birthday party that other people remember I, that I don't. Do you know what? We should start another podcast where we interview <laughs> people on what they remember about your my, birthday. My 11th birthday party. Yeah. Um, it's Project X, but um, for Disney Channel. And what, your birthday is April 18th. 18th. And so it usually fell during spring break. So it the podcast would be called... April 18th, 2006. 2006. Yeah. And I 2006. Guess, yeah. yeah. And then that's it. But then it's like a very generically, uh, honestly, it's not the worst idea we've had. It's really not. We've had worse. Speaking okay. of great ideas, mm. uh, to wrap up our this little, this little birthday episode, we are going to have a really fun little question to talk about. Ooh. Um, so we've talked about (laughs) present. We've talked about past. And now I think it's fun to sort of talk about future. What we've learned about our birthdays and what we would apply that to in terms of our dream future Future birthdays. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to? You can go first. Okay. Well, what's come to my mind and I've said I've wanted to do before, but famously I get really sad traveling alone and I don't trust anyone to love me Mm. on my birthday specifically Mm. Uh, it just I get really scared so my first thought is like I want to go to New York alone and I tell myself I want it to be alone and I want to go see like a Broadway play but no offense Broadway I'm like not really interested in anything you're doing so it's Mm. kind of been messing it all up but anyways I think either traveling my last birthday I went to go see my best friend Annie in July fourth and saw this crazy just go to texas on the fourth of july Mm. it's insane or um (laughs) i think purposely even like months out like tell your job hey on these days i'm gonna be busy and like start making it a thing and then make a plan Mm. for like i maddie knew for months i was coming for her birthday and i i think Whatever it is, I don't think it's always going to be the same thing. Because, like, if I go and see Annie every year for my birthday, that's it's a lot gonna of... It's not going to be fun. That's a lot of... Well, it's just... Honestly, it's a lot to put on her. Right. That I need her to make me happy every yeah. year. But I think making a plan with a friend... And, like, maybe a friend that Maddie and I don't get to see each other regularly. Yes. And prioritizing that friendship and kind of just riffing but I think (laughs) prioritizing one relationship and doing something really fun with them that I normally wouldn't have taken the time to do yes and also it's a good excuse like to uh have like someone with you for your birthday Mm -hmm. um and also potentially like if you are bad at planning things for yourself Mm -hmm. you can sort of give your 
birthday the dual purpose of being like, oh, meet my friend. Yeah. Because then you can get that sort of like, I I heavily leaned into that. And I think that's a really great tactic because I would absolutely do that as well. Yeah. It's like, meet my friend. Meet my friend. It's, she's here for my birthday. Yes. And so it's like, it's a nice way to tell people you have a birthday. Yeah. Uh, Maddie had a big old meeting on her birthday. I did. And she got to tell, like, oh, what are you doing today? Oh, well, it's my birthday. And well, I'm picking my... up my friend. So it's also telling everyone someone loves you enough to, to come for your birthday. To come... So basically what we're saying is birthday advice. Um, go have your friend from out of town fly in just specifically to see you for your birthday. It really, this this <laughs> birthday... It really does. No, it really helps. Um, and I think, like, I really have felt this birthday was my least neurotic. I, like, woke up, and actually my beautiful friend Maggie mm. woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning to bake us croissants, and we went and watched the sunrise. I think also watching the sun... I think also having things you do every year, like, this is my cake. Yeah. And I think now I want to watch the sunrise. Yeah. Oh, that's a great birthday tradition. I do like the sunrise. Small, doable birthday traditions that mm -hmm. you can kind of get away with anywhere mm -hmm. with anyone. Yeah. And, like, if I... One birthday, I can't really do anything huge, huge. I might go... Like, my friend Maggie. Hi, Maggie. You're my partner for life and making me not sad yeah and you too I love you but like being like hey Maggie let's intentionally go to the art museum yes like making a plan intentionally with one friend so that isn't going to let you down and then when you plan maybe a little get together a few days later there's not as much pressure on like this is when I'm gonna see if these people actually love yeah. me and where everyone has to show up yes and also one more thing show up for other people for their birthdays because like Megan made me a cake she honestly is probably love you Megan a little freaked out that I bring it up as much as I do because it really like meant so much to me so do just a little nice thing for someone's birthday and it really does mean a lot it really does we love you okay so my perfect birthday I do I'm gonna sort of like piggyback off of yours with the idea of I think having like I think for me, it needs to be like blocks of time during mm. the day with different people. So doing something in the morning mm -hmm. with someone, like making sure I see my family, mm -hmm. maybe in the morning, mm -hmm. maybe getting breakfast with someone, then having like a midday thing mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, okay, so I love getting my nails done. Mm -hmm. It's like something I do. It like really calms me down. It makes me feel like a human being mm -hmm. so getting my nails done and going to do that with someone else maybe someone who can't make it to my birthday mm -hmm. um and then ideal birthday so I do that with with a friend who I I can't see and then I think like I don't know there's something really fun about having like the duality of something really sweet and wholesome like a picnic or a walk in the park or an art museum and then transitioning into something less wholesome as it as it gets darker um and having like you know having it tailoring the specific um event mm -hmm. to the type of people that you would invite because sometimes you have friends who like 
hate going to clubs, aka Rebecca. <laughs> and so, like, if I wanted you at my birthday, if I wanted to celebrate my birthday with you, mm-hmm. I would make sure that I did something with you that did not involve a club. Because, I, like, for me, spending valuable time with my friends mm-hmm. is the real gift, and I want everyone to have fun and be on like their best behavior and be at their best potential Mm -hmm. and so I think tailoring the event to the people you want there yeah and I think I've always kind of been afraid to like let's just say um my beautiful friend Katerina I love to go on a walk with her in the morning and I knew she was going to be on um a trip with a uh, very handsome Greg, her fiance. Very handsome Greg. That's his whole name. And uh, and but part of me, there was this anxiety before I knew she was going to be out of town, which was like, if I ask her to hang out on my birthday, go on a walk with me, what if she thinks I'm a loser <laughs> and goes, oh, I'm like her only friend right which I know she wouldn't think I've done way lamer stuff in front of her but I do get kind of self-conscious and I've just kind of learned if someone wanted me to hang out with them yes then like, I, that's like, exceptional and exciting and maybe just saying like hey on my birthday I'm just trying to do some nice things I love to do and I love to go on a walk yeah. with you but I do get anxious and also I have learned you can milk birthdays for oh this a is my very long this time. is like my first even like as I'm sitting here I'm like wait a minute I haven't seen my friend Jenica in a while we both have birthdays in July I can I never have used this to my advantage I can message her and go hey, hey birthday birthday drinks birthday girls let's go I love that and I agree I think hats also scheduling a party after your birthday yeah is a great idea because that means Just what I did if whatever expectations that you had for your lonely self on your birthday were not met there is always a chance to redeem it later and mm-hmm. so the anxiety doesn't become crippling and which I think is what happens and I also think being you will be because it's like okay one of my friends a couple of my friends who said they were gonna come just said they would and didn't. I think if that would have happened on my birthday, I would have been like, I I was like, it wasn't really sad. I actually kind of like realized the next day, like, oh, I thought they were going to be there. Whatever. (laughs) But if it would have happened on my birthday, I would have been more sad. But instead, also just very famously, make a new friend, even the day before, and just pretend it's all about getting everyone to meet them. No, honestly, I think... Also, birthdays are great for, like, those friendships that you're sort of, like, teetering on the surface of closeness with. Mm -hmm. Because after a birthday, you can be like, oh, we're birthday friends now. That's how Jen and I, my second time hanging, it was actually at Gaja where you got to go. And um, the second time I hung out with her, she just casually invited me to her birthday dinner. I think And I was the only person to get her a present. I think the le- the lesson at the end of this episode, what mm. we want to press home more than anything, is people just want to know that they're wanted. People want to mm. know that you want them there. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid of telling people that you want them around to deal with the rejection of whether or not they say yes mm. or no. 
because I do think sometimes I genuinely cannot make it to someone's birthdays, but it means so much to me and it does make me prioritize a relationship when I hear from that person that they want to be there. And I think birthdays are special because of the people in our lives. Yeah. And Ryan Bixby. And and Ryan Bixby. This episode is dedicated to Megan's. Megan's. And then just specifically Ryan Bixby. Um, <laughs> just Ryan Bixby. Well, and what if we don't put this podcast out and we just send it him to Ryan. the link? He'd, he'd love it. Okay. Ryan, you're the best. You sound like a catch. You're a very cool dude. All right. Um, anything else, babe? Um, Rebecca, if they want to wish you a happy birthday, a happy belated birthday, where can they find you? They can find me at Rebecca Botter on Instagram and they can find the, the little tiny monster that is the Instagram. That is the Lonely Girls podcast. Which is just an extension of our most gremlin self. Exactly. Y'all, please write in your birthday stories. I have to ask where they can find Maddie. Yes. Where can, where in the world is Madeline Turner? Um, I am at Madeline Turner on TikTok. I am at Turner Madeline on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I also want to push the uh, Lonely Girls playlist that is on Spotify Music for Lonely Girls. Yes. That I will will absolutely add my family's rendition of Happy Birthday to, in some way, shape, or form. I'll Please. figure out how. Even if it's just you. Even if it's just me. With that little like. All right. All right, everybody. Stay lonely, but not alone. Bye. Love you. Bye.